Allie, do you want to say the name of the episode? I will. Yeah. Welcome to Eileen Wernos, Lesbianism and Female Rage. Boom. <laughs> Part two. The um, Florida portion. Okay, I'm sorry, but I need to ring in this portion because... Yeah, as a Florida girl, Cheryl needs to ring in this portion. Okay, I'm Florida as fuck, y'all. You can take the girl out of Florida, but the Florida out of the girl. Okay, and <laughs> I don't know what that means. I'm so interested to know what, like, Florida in you there is. Like, um, what okay. is the Florida in you? Okay, the part of Florida that I am is drinking beer, skipping school, doing acid, smoking joints, and hanging out in the woods, swimming with alligators, being gay as fuck, (laughs) and then the alligators being at the other side of the pond and just jumping in and going like, as you know, the alligators don't come to this side of the pond. That's how we grew up, bitch. Okay, Florida. All right. (laughs) So to ring in the Florida portion, now that we're all in that Florida state of mind, Mm -hmm. um, I really want to go on an Aileen Warnos road trip. And I want it to end up at the last resort bar. Yeah. That's where she got busted and where she liked to hang out with her girl. And okay, quickly, favorite part. One of the favorite parts of the monster movie is when Christina Ricci lights up and the guy comes over. Remember in the restaurant, she smokes a cigarette. Oh, yeah. That, and she's like, if she wants to smoke, she's going to smoke. Like if I could encapsulate myself, like if I was on a dating profile on the Internet or whatever, mm-hmm. I'm not on the Internet as a dating profile. But if I was it's bleak out there, it would be that it would be uh, if she wants to smoke, she's going to smoke, like encapsulate yourself in one thing. Yeah. It would be that that scene was fucking great. So, yeah, if we go on, on our Eileen Wernos road trip, we will go to the last resort bar in Florida. Any listeners, you guys are welcome to meet us there. Um, mm, oh, my God. <laughs> that would be. Oh, my God. Um, I can't even uh, think about how much fun that would be. So Eileen hitchhiked to Florida in 1976. She was about 20 years old at this point, And she ended up meeting and marrying a much older man who was the president of a yacht club named <laughs> yacht. Louis Fell. Um, the marriage was actually annulled after nine weeks with Fell claiming abuse and obtaining a restraining order against Eileen. Um, she was charged <laughs> with beating him with his cane. Um, but yeah, that's all we really need. Here's know. the thing. Uh, I need to say that we don't condone abuse. No. No, not even like, not even close. Not even like, not even little like weird shit. Okay. No. No, but, but, but <laughs> hearing, but the like, I don't know. It's okay. To introduce a little bit of misandry into the conversation. If you don't know what misandry is. If you don't know what misandry is, misandry is hating men, um, which of which I'm a big proponent of. I hope that's okay to yeah, say. Yeah, God, no. This, I gave <laughs> um, you I mean, a mic. Yeah, it's yeah. she gave me a mic. I like, gave this you is a what mic. I'm going to say. Um, but you have to wonder, like, this man is, like, 70 years old, and he's marrying this 20-year-old who has, like, there's a major, major, major power imbalance there. She has no money. She has no, like, she has nothing to her name. She has no, she has no support system. No he's support a yacht club system. president, and he's Oh, and old. also, to go into the support system thing real quick, no support system at all. That means, who the fuck is going to help? A, a masculine type sort of like woman a, a, like a butch with a butch woman yeah who's the fuck is going to help a butch woman in the 90s with mental problems i mean at this with point, an it was alcohol the 70s problem too. Yeah. Like, yeah 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 i mean worse no it's just it's trash yeah and you have to want like you i mean i think for me, this the thing about their marriage, which I don't know a ton about, but just like from an outside perspective, there's a huge power imbalance there. And 
can you really like consent to a sexual and romantic relationship when you are so desperate like Mm. is it it's not like it's it's not okay it's not like it's like enthusiastic consent it's not like she was choosing i i doubt she was choosing to be with him out of like i love this random ass old ass yacht club president like it was a matter of like desperation and like maybe he deserved to be beat beat with his cane (laughs) okay okay before we just laugh about the cane thing because i really need to but here's the thing though in all seriousness enthusiastic consent when i used to do um peer health education work at my college i did like um sexual violence awareness and prevention events and like uh health promotion stuff Mm. and um so consent you can remember or like imagine the acronym fries f is for freely given it should be like freely offered there's no coercion like there's there's, no manipulation there's no no Um, pressure it's just everybody's a dandelion flowing in the wind yes um r is for reversible so you should be able to retract consent at any time during a sexual act i is for informed so you should be informed about what you're consenting to it's not just like oh like do you want to like like you should like be like oh can i like can i i don't know people being can i go down on you um e is for enthusiastic so like you're you should be excited um you should be like it should be like yes i want to and not just like a convinced like okay fine like it should be enthusiastic it should be like positive and then s is for specific so um when you uh, kind of that goes along with informed of like being specific about what exactly you're consenting to yeah yeah people being straightforward like hey um let's go to the movies and then like somebody drives you the fucking woods yeah or yeah (laughs) exactly or like some weird or like um, i didn't know i was going to be tied to a tree yeah (laughs) damn yeah i mean if that's yeah for sure so that's that's enthusiastic consent at this point so their marriage is annulled and um they're they're done eileen and lewis eileen wernos is kind of just bouncing around between michigan and florida committing a variety of lower level crimes that include armed robbery car theft and passing forged checks i think she also gets uh arrested for a few duis Mm. um she spends time in and out of jail and she never really settles for one place for very long until she (laughs) meets the love of her life so to get to introduce the love of eileen's life which is a woman named tyra um, to get us in that mm. frame of mind, let's get there. We'll be playing a song for you guys. Okay, well, I am like so curious. As I was watching Monster last night, like I was just really curious how much of like what what was in the movie was like real. Like, was Crimson and Clover really a song that they like liked, or was it just like something that they felt was like relevant? Okay, that's a great question because I am, in fact, a lesbian from the 90s. So I can actually give you insight. I can't believe that you asked that. Yeah. I actually know the answer. Crimson and Clover, for some reason, is the lesbian anthem. And that's amazing. I walk, I'm a maintenance person at my work, and I walk around my job all day. And most of what I'm thinking is about music. I'm analyzing the songs playing, whatever. But part of what I'm thinking of is why is Crimson and Clover... The lesbian anthem. So much that Joan Jett even did a cover of it. Yeah. Why do lesbians love? I think because it's so romantic. It's so romantic. That's why. Yeah. Yeah. And 
I mean, it's a song about a woman. Yeah. And like, I, I hard, oh my God, I know why. I just, it just hit me. You know the lesbian thing that like second date you bring a U-Haul? Yeah. Crimson and Clover, I hardly know her, but I love her. That's why lesbian. That's why. Oh my God. I have wondered that. I have wondered yeah, you know, mm-hmm. what's wrong with you all? Um, no, but it's funny because... What's wrong with literally, like, meeting someone, knowing them for, like, four hours and something... Moving in. That, they love, that you love them. Hey, yeah, I have a yurt and some property. Do you want to just, like, move in? Yeah. <laughs> Shit. So, very quickly, who was Tyra Moore? Which, if you've seen Monster, mm. Ty- I don't know why they... Why did they name her Selby? I'll tell you why. They named her Selby because Tyra Moore was upset about... Um, like being misrepresented? Yeah, being misrepresented. She was um, threatening to sue. Tyra didn't want her name to be mentioned because she fucking sold Aileen out. Yeah. <laughs> Plain and simple. Yeah, and she, like, she knew. Like, she knew. She knew, that, not to get too much in, but she knew that it was happening. No, it's written. And, like, written. they were both yeah. in, like, very, de- I mean, they were both in very different situations, but they were both desperate, and I get that. But she knew that the murders were happening and she fucking sold Aileen out. Yeah. But also, I mean, like, fuck the justice system. And oh, yeah. You know, they they fucked like, I mean, they they put her her in a terrible position. Well, they said, I mean, who uh, Tyra was a lesbian woman in the 90s, had zero power, zero chance. Yeah. She had no choice. Yeah, I'm sure. But I think that's why. Yeah. Also, fun fact, the director said that during the um, skating scene in the skating rink that um, they had to use the Journey song or they couldn't do the scene. Remember uh, the Journey song? Because she thought that the only song that would give that scene justice was the um, wow, I Journey song. I really disagree. I actually, yeah, I was like, like surprised. Like, I don't know. I was kind of like, why that song? Whoa. If 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 I was the director, my creative choice would be like something a little bit more romantic, like "Don't Stop Believing." I don't know; it just makes me think of Glee. Oh, but see, this is before Glee even existed. <laughs> I but I, I know, get what I you're know. saying. Interesting. My what song would you have chosen? Glee. Um. Okay, the first song that comes to mind is "More Than a Woman" by the Bee Gees. More than a woman. Okay, because Saturday that Night Fever. That is a favorite movie. Amazing skating song. Don't Stop Believing is not a good skating song. As a roller skater, I feel like I can say that. Like, that, there's yes. not a good rhythm to skate to. Like, it's not a okay. good song where you would be like, <laughs> so, oh like, my God. That's, like, that's actually, I yeah, can see it's it. just like, but but More Than a Woman by the Bee Gees, that song is very good. Okay. Oh my God, it is. In my opinion. Because a woman is so constricting. Like, like why do you want to, like, yeah, why and you to be a you know woman? What? Yeah, like, More Than a Woman. If you're a gay woman, you are more than a woman. Because when you're, when you're, especially if you're a lesbian, you have a totally different relationship to gender when you're a lesbian you heard it here first yeah you everything i couldn't think of (laughs) um but i okay the first thing that i would say is more than a woman by the bgs but i feel like there are so many lyrically thematically (laughs) how don't stop believing is relevant and i'm gonna say from a lesbian during that time journey Mm is gay as fuck for lesbians like like i'm that Thankfully, bitch that drove around in my mustang blasting journey yeah. you know what i mean like drinking like in florida like the, i swear dude i would be drinking a beer like this yeah. blasting journey being like What's up? Yeah. <laughs> like that's what we did okay i love that so very quickly 
Who was Tyra Moore? Tyra was Eileen's girlfriend at the time of the murders. The way that it's set up in Monster, which I don't know if this is like the actual timeline. Again, like I'm very curious on like what was kind of sensationalized for film and what was reality. But the way that it's set up is that Eileen is supposed to go on a date with Tyra, like her first date with Tyra the night Mm -hmm. that she kills someone for the first time. Not sure how accurate that is to the timeline, but I thought that that was really fascinating. And if that is true, it really ties like Tyra in a lot more to like the murder than like she mm. may actually want to be. That might be why she didn't want to be in the movie if she like read the script. Good theory. Um, She's like, oh, damn, this is exactly what happened. Like, no. Nah. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, Tyra eventually figures out that Eileen was murdering men. Um, And again, to go back to the movie, in the movie, Eileen tells her, like, Eileen's like, I killed someone. That's like, like, the um, boiling point. That's like this huge point. But, uh, yeah, point between them. Um, but Tyra herself was benefiting from them, from the murders, because Tyra had no money. Um, she had no resources either. And so when she when Eileen killed people, Eileen would take their car and she would take their money. money. Um, she would pawn their uh, belongings. So she also loved Eileen so much that she allegedly she loved Eileen so much that she kept the secrets of Eileen's murders. Um, Tyra they seemed to enjoy each other's, yeah, each other's I mean, company. Based on know. the fucking yeah, no, they did, they did, they did. I'm just I'm feeling a little bit bitter because of the the selling out. Scene. I know, um, but I know. but listen, we can, play we can introduce nuance and complexity into this because it's a very complex situation. We can do part two. Yeah. Um, so Tyra actually she escaped charges because she worked with the police and trapped Eileen on a tapped phone call. Um, which led to Eileen's conviction. Um, in the movie scene, I mean the movie, the the scene uh, of that in the movie is just remember like the money I gave you. What money? Nothing. And Eileen realizes, oh, she's tapped. She goes, nothing, just some change. And she, that's when she she loved Tyra so much, she let her go. Yeah. Oh. I was feeling all sorts of gay heartbreak during that <laughs> entire movie. Like, I know it was about murder. It was about murder. It was about gay heartbreak. But it was about <laughs> fucking gay heartbreak. Like, I was feeling heartbroken as fuck by the end of it. I was driving home crying. And I was driving home crying because of a multitude of reasons. Like, mm-hmm. because, of the, because of the movie. Of a multitude of reasons. But, like, fuck. It was so fucking sad. 